0: Back in hour number two of the program here on Wednesday morning And if you're looking at the calendar and saying to yourself Oh, February 28th, it's the last day of the month Well, it's not This is a leap year So tomorrow is February 29th We get an extra day And for you leap year babies Congratulations, you actually get a real birthday this year And I think you know I've I've got a friend who actually worked here with us a little bit, Kate Ford. Tomorrow's gonna be her birthday, so happy birthday, Kate! You actually might know her; she was a contestant on The Voice years ago. But uh, yeah, it's uh, for those people who only get to have an actual birthday every four years. You know, celebrate, have a good time. I'm not some, I can't stand when people make a big deal of their birthday, but leap year babies deserve it. Like, okay, let me me clarify. It's okay to want to do something fun for your birthday. It's okay to want to maybe go on a trip for your birthday or, you know, do something special or whatever. Like, that's fine. I choose not to make a big deal out of my birthday. I don't think it's a big deal. And of course, there's always those milestone birthdays that are a big deal. You know, turning 18, turning 21, turning 40, turning 50, you know, whatever. But somehow we have reached the point now where people have, well, we went to people having birthday weeks. It's my birthday week. No, it's not. No, it's your birthday is only one day. Actually, I think first started with it's my birthday weekend. Oh, okay. I can I can give you that. It's your birthday weekend. You're gonna spend one day with your family, one day with your friends, or maybe you can do a couple different things. That's cool. Like I I can I can understand that. Your birthday was on Tuesday, but sure, have a birthday weekend. Sure, right, that's fine. But then that turned into the birthday week. All right. Well, maybe. You know, you want to spend time with a few different people for your birthday, and not everybody can get together at the same time. So, yeah, I guess you can have a birthday week. But now we've gotten to the point where people have birthday months. Come on. You are not that special that we should be spending 30 or 31 or 28 or 29 days just celebrating you. Birthday month is not a thing. And when people post on social media, oh, it's my birthday month. Like on Friday, when it becomes March 1st, there'll be people that'll post, oh, it's my birthday month. Your birthday is March 30th. We don't need to start celebrating you now. And and really what they're saying when they say, oh, it's my birthday month is I want you to ask me when my birthday is. So that I can tell you that you feel obligated to either give me something or take me somewhere or at the very least just send me a happy birthday on my birthday. Which, you know, nothing wrong with, with that. But it just, to me, it reeks of attention seeking. You have a birthday. Now, to be fair, I was always for the last few years, you know, like a week or two before my birthday, I would put up hey, my birthday is coming up and here, you know, I put on Facebook, here's my fundraiser for the Wareham Historical Society. I did it every year for the past few years. I couldn't do it this year because something happened with their account where they're no longer listed amongst the nonprofits on Facebook, so I couldn't tie in a fundraiser to it. And I didn't want to do it for somebody else because... When they get that fixed, I'm going to make that my birthday fundraiser again. So I didn't want to go start up with another organization and then have that taken away and say, sorry, I'm going back to the Wareham Historical Society. I mean, not that I'm raising tens of thousands of dollars for them, but it's a couple hundred bucks in the bank from the, the generous people that want to donate to that. And I, I, I'm a big believer in historical societies. I think they all do great work. But they're all struggling these days for membership. So I do it even more for awareness than than for the money that's raised. Because a lot of the people that I know in the paranormal world are into history. And maybe some of them who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s will join these historical societies. And then they'll have you know enough members for a quorum which is something that that some of these historical societies struggle with. But anyway, long story short, you get a birthday. You don't get a birthday month. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
3: Good morning, Tim. Gilly Safiolis.
0: How are you doing, Gilly? Uh,
3: Let me ask you a question, Mm -hmm. Tim. Has uh, Lil Shiket ever been
0: on your program? Uh, No, I have not had him on um, because, you know, generally – when he comes in, he's on with Chris, and then he has the whole, you know, hour to be able to speak to people.
3: But- no, no, that, that, that I understand. Why I called in is yesterday I was listening to, I just want to clarify, maybe I heard it wrong. Um, yesterday on Chris's program, uh, a young lady that you know good and Tim knows are good, and, I mean that Chris and everybody in your station, Skittle or Skitter, whatever Uh Skitty, yep. Sketchy. yeah she she called in yesterday, and she made some statements which we we i at least i had a hard time you know making that out on the radio because he was you know she was talking fast in the first place uh and she made some statements about Leo that he was on your program
0: and he made some stuff about the uh
3: the airport
0: right, and so what happened was um, I actually was contacted about that and, uh, I was able to, uh, email Sketty and kind of give her the information. So what had happened was she had kind of, she had confused and conflated my show with Chris's show because she listens on podcasts a lot. So she's not really sure, you know, you know, she's consuming it kind of a lot at one time. And so she got a little bit confused. So what had happened is he had gone on Chris's show and they very briefly had mentioned the airport and Leo had mentioned that, um, he thinks that the best thing to do would be to, to rebuild the terminal, you know, from scratch to be able to attract larger airports in here. And that's that's all that he really said about it. But that's that was the reference. So I, I what I did is I emailed Sketty and I gave her all that information. And I also gave her Leo's contact number at his request so that um, she could actually call him and they could they could discuss it
3: okay that's why I see because I was like skeptical I, I said I don't because I follow you guys you know that I follow the politics
0: yes and
3: and, and and what happened you know I'm trying to listen to her and I think she's a hell of a woman you know what I'm saying why is she saying about you know like you know in a, a roundabout way I got it like she was like knocking him down that he made statements because you know he is new he might make a few mistakes but When she said she was on your program, and he was on your program, and I said, Jesus, I never remember Leo being on his program. So I just wanted to, you know, straighten that out with everybody out there because I'm sure I'm not the only one that misunderstood her.
0: Well, I think the worst part about that is now Chris has to deal with the insult of being mistaken for me.
3: Well, I think
0: you're both. Good guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, thank you for that. But I think, yeah, it was just a misunderstanding. And Sketty knows she listens. You know, when she's listening, she's doing a million different things. So she, you know, she knows sometimes she she might be mistaken. Well, I just didn't want people
3: to overlook it. You know what I mean? To bring, I mean, every time I do something wrong, everybody's jumping all over me. So I figured, uh, you know, let's straighten everything out before. Like a lot of people calling and, they, and they'll say, Tim, uh, I heard this. Can you check on it? Well, why don't she, well, whoever calls in on, on your programs or all the programs on the radio, why don't they do the check-in before they call up and talk rumors on the radio? That's all. But I just want to straighten it out. I just didn't understand where where she was coming on. He was against the uh, airport and all that. Because it he, he sounded like she really put a knife in his back without getting you know all the
0: facts. Well, I think I, now that she's got his number, the two of them can talk, and she can get all the information and, and, and know everything about his stance on it. Okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate it, Tim. All right, have a good day. You too. And uh, that, I mean, I and I will say this too, I agree with uh, Ward 1 Counselor Leo Shaquette on that. That, you know, you do need to upgrade that terminal. And they are. They, that's part, there's a plan to do that. But yeah, I mean, and I've seen that plan. And the terminal looks beautiful that they would like to build there. And I think it will attract more, not only airlines, but it will attract some new businesses to be in the terminal. But, you know, it's funny because as we're talking about this, there was a story the other day that um, Spirit Airlines is pulling out of the Manchester airport. And Manchester is trying to draw in more, more airlines. They're trying to become more of an alternative to Logan for people. Kind of the way, you know, like down our way, we would use TF Green as an alternative to Logan. Why, why go to Boston? And do you know why I try to go to Providence for everything? First of all, it helps that I usually am not paying for my flight for things. I'm getting booked for different events and, you know, the travel is covered by somebody else. So if there is a price difference, I don't realize it. But when I go and I price tickets for myself for personal travel, I don't see a whole heck of a lot of difference in the in the tickets between flying out of Providence and flying out of Boston. What I see a difference in is the availability of flights. There's not as many. But I don't really see a big price difference. So a lot of folks will choose going to Providence just based on the ease of getting there. Now, that may be different with the Washington Bridge debacle, but like, for example, I'm, you know, I just got booked again to be in Michigan this August for the Michigan Paracon. And I said, you know, they, they asked me. There's a form you fill out every year with all of your information for them to book your flight and they ask you preferred airport. And I say I'm equidistant between Providence and Boston, but I do prefer Providence if possible. Now it's going to be Boston that I fly out of because that just has more options for flying to Detroit than, than Providence does. But maybe, you know, if they they get something at the right time we can we can make it providence but you know why i prefer providence not only the ease of getting there but if i go to boston i'm paying 50 bucks a day to park and i'm gone for 4 or 5 days if i go to providence i'm paying 50 bucks to park for those 4 or 5 days total because you know they i park in the long term lot and there's always coupons that you can use. So, you know, it's, it's a lot cheaper. Anyway, the Manchester Airport, Spirit Airlines is pulling out of there. I guess they're not getting enough bookings out of there to make it worthwhile. If New Bedford was to get more airlines in here, would you want Spirit to be one of those airlines? Because, you know, they have that reputation. Now, I've flown Spirit a few times. I didn't find it to be, you know, this horrendous experience like everybody else has with it. Didn't love the fact that I was, you know, charged for bags. I didn't book that flight either. And then I showed up and I'm like, okay, I've got one bag to check. And they're like, okay, you've got to pay for that. What? Well, what? And then you have to go through the process of getting reimbursed for it and everything, but whatever. For just like... Basically, uh, the smallest travel suitcase you can have. Only because the overhead I was already using for for equipment I was bringing. But I didn't find it to be... You know, it's definitely no frills. But it wasn't horrendous. And I think that would be an airline that could come in and and do great business here because it's more affordable than other airlines. And, And people in this area are probably not the most likely to get on a, a a delta flight or a or a united flight and 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 buy a first class ticket and go through all of that no or JetBlue or any of that no they're they're blue collar people give them a blue collar airline but again you know we've got to get to that point of the terminal being larger and the runways being extended and all the things that come with wanting to have Larger airlines come into the New Bedford Airport. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. And you can uh, send those app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. I do want to let you know, too, I've been trying to remember to tell you about this every day. But if I forget, just bookmark SeizeTheDeal.com. On your browser, whether it be on your phone or on your computer. Because all this week, Jackson from Fund 107 is going out to different restaurants around the South Coast in the afternoon. And that means all those restaurants will have a special Seize the Deal that goes on sale. Now, of course, Jackson's on Fund 107, but the deal is still available to all of us over here at WBSM. So right now, you can get $50 in gift certificates to Lolly's Cafe for just 25 bucks, And Lolly's is very affordable, very good. 50 bucks will go a long way. At Lollies, And you can get that certificate for $25. Uh, you can also get right now $50 in gift certificates to Yozakura Sushi, which has just moved from the south end of New Bedford over to El And Yozakura Sushi is phenomenal. We're, this is like real handmade, you know, the, the, the love and dedication going into it. Sushi with authentic Japanese cooking. Uh, $40 in gift certificates to Duke's Cafe and ba- uh, Duke's Bakery and Cafe in Fall River, the gluten free, where everything is gluten free for $20. Um, you can get $25, i am sorry, $50 to the Vault Music Hall and Pub in New Bedford for $25. $30 to Flower Girls Baking Company right across the street here in Fairhaven for $15. Dough Company in New Bedford, $50 for $25. Just Another Phoenix, of course, you know that's one of my favorites, $50 in certificates for just $25. And coming up this week, tonight, 7 p.m., $50 in gift certificates to Scotty's Pub in Fall River for $25. Tomorrow, $50 in gift certificates to Brazilian Grill for $25. That's coming up too. So you want to make sure that you get on SeizeTheDeal.com every day and check out all those great deals. And if you get to the website and you don't see the deals for all the local places, you just got to hit that little geographic target thing up at the top and change it to New Bedford. Sometimes that happens depending on, you know, what your browser IP address is and all that stuff. But uh, there's a lot of fantastic deals waiting there for you. Got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. (laughs) back in 508-996-0500 let's go out to las vegas good morning lamone how are you what's shaking playboy how you doing so,
2: pretty good so have you talked to matt did you call him
0: i haven't spoken with him yet no
2: what what a geek you need to call call our friend i think we need to stick up on him listen
0: I'm moni sure. Moniz and i have a very um we we, we communicate by not communicating
2: okay if they you pay so all right um so, so, what is your favorite Beatles uh, uh, solo solo Beatles song? If you can give me your top five uh, after Beatles songs, well, know, I can I it. can
0: tell you my favorite: "No More Lonely Nights" by Paul McCartney. That's a good song.
2: I remember that from like '82, '83, something.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, "Got My Mind Set on You" is probably one of them. Okay. My sweet lord.
2: That's that's like my number one number. That's probably my number two song. Of all, of all of the former Beatles, yeah,
0: probably. Eh, I'm trying to think of what my favorite Lennon song is. Probably "Imagine."
2: I think my first one will be uh, "Coming Up" by by Paul McCartney. That's a, that's, that's a, a good one, one, yeah. And then um, and I'm, I'm thinking I, like I did say after would that would that could that be considered a "The Girl Is Mine" or "Say Say Say"? "Say Say
0: Say 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 is is Paul's song. "The Girl Is Mine" is Michael's, but uh, "Say Say Say" is definitely up there on the list.
2: But they're but they're both uh, they're both uh, Mike, uh, Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney singers. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, or, or or more even this is, I think this is even better, uh, uh, Ebony and Ivory.
0: Yep, that's a good one too. I,
2: think, yeah, I like singing that song. Me and you need to sing that song. Need come to Vegas. So so did you get to pass the thing on, on the Scatty for me? Everybody's talking talk about my girl. It's she she was or listening yesterday. She heard it. Okay, so I didn't. So I that's good. I'm glad. So um, I will somebody gonna tell you. Okay, we you know like how a lot of times when you know when when, you're, when you t- you're, you're older and you're cursing in front of a child or whatever, you might spell out the words or, or if you want to say it, say a curse word, if you spell it out. It keeps you from being as angry. Like I would say, like M-O-T-H-E-R-S-U-O, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, say, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying that that's something that could be considered could be uh you know teaching people you know and and it's a lot of times you see kids like i know what that word means i can tell by the way they where they use what certain letters you know and it's, that's that's kind of interesting also but yeah there's something else i, I want to say but i totally forgot what it is uh i've got a clip that i was going sh- to sh- look at it's like maybe 57 seconds of a video but you'll see there's something with the moon and it, to me kind of looks like if you know you know the Spectre, right, from DC Comics, right? Mm-hmm, yep. It, it kind of looks like the Spectre with there, but it's an actual something there sitting next to the moon. It's a space there, and yeah. it looks really scary. I, did, I, did, I, did I send that to you?
0: Uh, no, but is it on your YouTube channel?
2: Yeah, if you go there and see my clips, go to my clips. It's like the first clip, the new clip that I've got up. I just, not even a couple of days old. I think you might want to look at that. And it's and like, the thing, the whole video is like maybe... 29 is 57 seconds Where I got the clip That's off that you just go to it And it'll play That 57 seconds And it'll show A good close up on it And things like that And give you something To look at What you think about that I will so check it out so You haven't decided uh, Anything this weekend live
0: uh, No not this weekend I don't think
2: Have you even talked About anything I figured after After, after In the Black History Week Month you'll come up With some Coming up in You know You know can have never have too many spooks going around running around nah, the all right, all right. I, I gotta hold so, you there. I, in the morning.
0: I, it's time to go into the newsroom.
2: Oh well, I didn't want to spill a few waves. So where's
0: Adam at? Ah, uh, he's working. Working life.
2: That's good. That's good. It's always good to see people working if they're, if they're able to work. All right, I'll call you tomorrow. I've got something to share with you tomorrow. Maybe I'll, uh, tomorrow might be the day. So look look to the skies. All so right. You have you, guys, you have a good day.
0: Now, good night, good night, everybody. Oh, good morning. All right, take it easy. Uh, that's Lamone's going to bed now. That's, that's why he says good night. All right, we uh, do have to go into the newsroom now and get all the headlines of the day from Phil Devitt. We can get re- your reactions on the other side, 508-996-0500. And then coming up in the next hour, we will talk with Matthew Hamachek, the director and executive producer of The Dynasty, New England Patriots, airing now on Apple TV+. But right now, take it away, Phil.
2: Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News.
1: Donald Trump ran away with a win over Nikki Haley in Michigan's closely watched Republican primary Tuesday after winning in her home state of South Carolina last week, along with every other GOP contest so far. President Biden, meanwhile, won the Michigan Democratic primary. The Supreme Court will hear arguments today on whether the federal government can ban bump stocks, devices that let semi-automatic weapons fire more like an automatic weapon. The case stems from a bipartisan effort to ban the devices after one was used in a deadly 2017 shooting at a Las Vegas music festival. Russia says conflict will be inevitable if the West joins forces with Ukraine in the ongoing war. On Tuesday, a Kremlin spokesperson said if Western countries put troops on the ground in Ukraine, it would lead to increased conflict. The spokesperson said foreign leaders must consider what corresponds to their interests as well as the interests of the citizens of their countries. The nation's biggest nuclear weapons facility is being threatened by a fast-moving wildfire in the Texas Panhandle. The Pantex plant is about 17 miles northeast of Amarillo, not far from the Smokehouse Creek Fire, which grew from 40,000 acres to 200,000 acres in just six hours on Tuesday and is burning out of control. Officials posted on X Tuesday that personnel at the plant were building a fire barrier to protect the facilities and that all nuclear weapons on site were safe and unaffected. San Francisco is apologizing to the city's black population for years of discrimination. The apology is just one of more than 100 recommendations from a reparations advisory committee. Apple is canceling its electric car project. That's according to Bloomberg, which cited people with knowledge of the matter. Apple had been working on the electric car project for a decade. Bloomberg says executives told project workers that many of them will be moved to the company's artificial intelligence division. And Netflix may raise prices again this year. That's a According to analysts at UBS Securities, analysts wrote in a research note they expect to see a price hike from the streaming giant. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Celtics beat the Philadelphia 76ers last night, 117-99. to They're at TD Garden to play the Dallas Mavericks on Friday. Spring training continues for the Red Sox today. They play the Washington Nationals at one, and the Boston Bruins play the Vegas Golden Knights on Thursday. Now let's check your forecast with ABC6 to see rain showers today will be locally heavy at times, patchy fog, and it's going to be very windy today. Look for a high of 57. For tonight, rain showers possibly mixing over to snow showers around 3 a.m. Little to no accumulation is expected and temperatures will crash into the 20s. Meanwhile, Thursday, mostly sunny and breezy with a high of 36. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBS News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
0: Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Little thirty eight special there, and uh, hold on loosely is such a great song. I think was that the one, or uh, I can't remember. There, there was a whole there was a thirty eight special song that was in one of the Guitar Hero games. So much fun to play. I'll never forget too. Speaking of the Beatles, which we were a little bit earlier. When Beatles Rock Band came out, it was 9909. It was my son's first day of kindergarten. I stayed home from work, much to the chagrin of, chagrin of my boss. He did not like that I stayed home that day. Back in my diner days, I, I wasn't allowed to take days off. But I took the day off because I knew. My ex-wife was going to have problems with, you know, separating after Adam had been home his whole life. So uh, he was fine. He couldn't wait to go to school. But, you know, she was so sad. Our little boy's growing up, all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to stay home and, you know, take her out to lunch, take her mind off of it, all that kind of stuff. And that was also the same day that Beatles Rock Band came out. So we went down to GameStop and Wareham and picked up a copy of it, went home, and we played it. After we had lunch, we went home and we played it until Adam came home. And then he joined in playing. But uh, that was so much fun because you had, you know, you could play the guitar, the drums, somebody could sing. You could have multiple people sing. Those were the days. Now, video games have changed so much, you can throw in a VR headset and actually probably be a Beatle on stage. You can probably play the, the Cavern Club and Shea Stadium and then be in the Apple Studios recording Sergeant Pepper. But it was certainly a it was a great and that was also the day that they released all the uh every Beatles album came out in stereo that day and in mono, and they released them all digitally. So you got to dive back into all that. It was it was really fun. And now look at it. It's that's you know, almost twenty years ago. Um fifteen years ago. So we got a napchat message from Not Bad in Oak Bluffs going back to what we were talking about when it came to San Francisco considering reparations and an apology for Slavery says, uh, on April 16th, 1862, Abraham Lincoln signed a bill emancipating enslaved people in Washington, the end of a long struggle, but to ease the slave owner's pain, the District of Columbia Emancipation Act paid those loyal to the union up to $300 for every enslaved person freed. He says, that's right. Slave owners got reparations. Enslaved African-Americans got nothing for their generations of stolen bodies, snatched children, and expropriated labor, but they, well, hold on, it refreshed. Um... Other than their mere release from legal bondage. I just wanted to add that bit of information to the conversation. So I get it. But that was also too. I mean, you're right. They they should have given money to those slaves. Former slaves. But I don't know that, you know. A hundred and fifty years later. Forty, sixty, hundred and sixty years later. That. They need to be paying out people who don't even have a claim, direct descendant claim, some of that. you know. In, in some cases, when they're talking about making reparations, they're asking for a genealogical proof. In other cases, they're just saying, anyone who shares this history. So, I don't know. Like I said, the apologies and, and the proclamations, I understand and, and agree with. But when you start to get into payments, it seems... It just seems difficult to track, and and in some cases, it seems like it could be trite. And I know it seemed trite on my part to compare reparations for slavery with the $5 that AT&T is giving people for that lack of service. But think about how aggravated you are if you're an AT&T customer, and that's that's their attempt to make amends. That's how some people who have slavery in their ancestry would look at whatever payment is made in, in, in terms of trying to compare it to what was taken. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and get involved in the conversation. Interesting story I saw on, uh, on WPRI this morning. The, there's, there's, there was a fire at one of the Newport mansions, the Cary Mansion. A fire broke out at the property early early this morning actually just after midnight this morning. And while the fire crews were able to quickly knock it down and there was no real visible damage outside, there is a criminal investigation now underway. So it'd be interesting to find out if there was any criminal activity involved in this. I mean, I'm sure that's part of the process. Hey, we have a a suspicious fire. We have to find out if, you know, we don't know what the cause of this fire was. We have to find out if there is uh, if there's anything nefarious involved in this. But the Cary Mansion is uh, it's also known as Seaview Terrace. For those of you who are unfamiliar and it's considered haunted. It was also the exterior for the show Dark Shadows. So this was a, this was where they would film the outside to look like Collinwood Manor they would film the outside of Seaview Terrace and use that. And that turned into the whole, if you remember a few years ago, I wrote the article about, you know, did Barnabas Collins get his name because he was inspired by a, a person that lived in Dartmouth or a grave that was in Dartmouth. Still, I thought I'd solve the question, but there's still so much more discussion out there about it. But the idea of that mansion being tied into dark shadows is what kind of helps keep that alive. I think Seaview Terrace was up for sale recently. I don't know if uh, if it's been sold. But one of the things that I always thought was very interesting about its, its history was it was originally built in Washington, D.C. and then moved up to Newport. Which is insane when you look at it to think about that. Like somebody moved that whole mansion? One of these days, I'm going to take a day and go do the all the you know the mansion tours i haven't done it since high school we went on a field trip when i was in high school and we went to rosecliff and i can't remember if we'd been there right before or right after true lies had been there filming but there's so many things that have been filmed in those newport mansions and sometimes you might not even realize it sometimes it's interior shots sometimes it's exterior and i don't I don't know how somebody could have set a fire in that mansion without anybody to know how they get in there, but we'll see what this investigation pans out. hopefully it turns out to have just been something mundane or, or, you know, at least something that's uh, not criminal. And either way, glad that they were able to, to knock that fire down before it could do any damage to a very historic and and very beautiful property. I think it was built in 1907. If I have my ghost history right. 508-996-0500. I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> a fun video too not only is that a fun song but it's a fun video too in that video paul mccartney plays a bunch of different people from musical history buddy holly and even his own own self from the early 60s i mean it's it's really well done but people always would question for years like why is paul mccartney dressed up as hitler in that song with the little pencil mustache i mean not pencil mustache little uh Toothbrush mustache, and he's he's staring into the camera weirdly. Like, why is he? Why is he dressed like Hitler? But he wasn't dressed like Hitler. The problem is, he was dressed as somebody that not a lot of folks knew about. He was dressed as Ron Mayle from Sparks. But people don't know Sparks, so they don't know Ron Mail, so they don't realize that that's who Paul McCartney was dressed as. There. Sparks is a band that, uh, although the general public might not know them that well. Other musical acts know them very well. And they're kind of like the the musicians, musicians type of situation. That's why I try to play them here on the morning show so that you can hear them and, and, and learn some of their great stuff. It's always kind of funny and tongue in cheek stuff and just off the wall lyrics and all different types of styles. You've probably heard this town Ain't big enough for the both of us. That's the song that they used in the, um, the Apple commercial a few years ago. In fact, I was watching some stuff in my DVR that had been sitting in there for quite a while. As I had mentioned before, I had Simpsons episodes in there going back to 2021. And some other shows going back to 2021. So I was trying to clear all that out as I was sitting at home recovering from surgery. And I saw the commercial. For For I think it was for an iPad with with the uh, spark song, and I said, oh they brought they brought this commercial back and then I realized, oh no, wait a minute, you're watching something that's you know three years old at this point. Anyway, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. coming up in the next hour right after the uh, eight o'clock news, we will talk with Matthew Hamachek, the director and executive producer of the dynasty. It's the new docu series, ten part docu series on Apple TV plus about the New England Patriots. Very, very interesting interviews, discussions with people associated with the franchise and people that have been around the franchise. People like Rupert Murdoch, Roger Goodell. You, you see them pop up and you say, I can't imagine that they would have those folks in this documentary. How they get that interview? So we'll talk a little bit about that with Matthew uh, in that discussion but i do have to take one more break here i see lamone's calling back in let's let's uh, lamone i got 1 minute before i got to take a break
2: okay so uh, i know sparks yeah their, their biggest song was like uh uh i uh, my name is mickey mouse I, I have a house in disneyland california that's their biggest one uh, and um also uh, you want to look at hey uh by the outcast they, they uh uh that's what andre 3000, that's what he was doing uh Paul
0: McCartney's yeah, version, his of, his, uh, his yeah. kind of take on that, playing all the all the characters in the band. Yeah, yeah. I
2: was listening to the song. go, so too bad you didn't let it keep playing through the commercial and everything. But that's all right, though. You, you know who so, my yeah. favorite
0: member was of that Hey Ya band? Um,
2: uh, jo- uh, 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 Johnny, Johnny Vulture.
0: Boy. No, Johnny Vulture. Oh, well that's cool. All, the, char- all, the, all the characters that uh, that Andre Three Thousand played, Johnny Vulture. That was my that was that's, my
2: guy. That's, that's, I know that's that was especially I like I like him in Miss Jackson too. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Well, I'm for real. So, and I'm yeah, I'm uh,
0: for real. I got to take this break. So thank you for the call, and thanks, you have a good day. Thanks. Thanks for answering. bye. bye. All right. Uh, we do got to take this break. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right. We are about to go into the newsroom. It is wet and it is windy out there. So if you are heading out. Just be aware of that. Although it looks like the wind is coming down. Oh, no, here comes a big gust right as I say that. So uh, just be aware of that. It's one of those days where you're going to want to have the, the rain jacket and the For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early
1: so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,